One thing every successful individual, leader, and entrepreneur have in common is a consistent morning routine. Having a simple, easy-to-implement routine enables you to start your day with a sense of purpose, accomplishment, clarity, and direction. For this reason, I have prepared for you a free guide with an easy-to-follow 5 minutes morning routine and a tracking template where you can document your progress day by day. I've been receiving messages from some of you already telling me how this habit has transformed your days for the better. Download this 5 minutes morning routine right now by clicking the link on my show notes so you can start your day on purpose. Welcome to episode 52 of the With Clarity and Purpose podcast, and I cannot believe we just released the episode 50th two weeks ago. It has been almost a year when I released this podcast for the first time last year, October 19th, 2021. Week after week, we have been releasing new content for all of you, and I have just one hope. I really hope you have been enjoying the content and stories because there was one purpose when I released this podcast. The one purpose was to create an impact in all of you to continue building a more empowered mindset. Because when we are more empowered, we are one step closer to really realizing our highest potential. And I truly believe that we are here in this life to experiment and also to unlearn what we have been programmed to believe, to peel off all those layers of limitations, of projections that other people have imposed on us. So we can really start learning who we truly are because the more aligned we become, the more abundant we also start realizing we are. The more wealth we start creating in every element of our lives. So the only thing I want you to do is to get to know yourself deeper and deeper and deeper every single day. And this podcast, I hope, is an enabler to help you get there. And if you haven't been enjoying all these episodes, I want you to please share this podcast with at least a friend of a family member. If we all share the podcast with one person, this is going to create a bigger ripple effect in everyone else around us. So if you want someone to show up more empowered, send them one episode of this podcast. You have 52 episodes to choose from. (laughs) So there is a lot of diversity. There are a lot of options. So one more time, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And today I'm so excited because we are going to talk about one pattern. This is a pattern, honestly, that I see the most in the people that I've worked with and that I see even in myself. I've been coaching and mentoring people for the last 10 years. And for the last three years, I've been doing it as a business, of course, with paid clients, etc. And there is always one behavior, one mindset that I've always seen everyone that I work with. Most people are focusing on what they don't want most of the time. Most people are often focusing on the worst case scenario most of the time. And I'm going to dig deeper on what this means and how we can course correct, how we can shift this mindset to start seeing the possibilities, 
I want to give you a quick example that is going to illustrate this in a very basic level. I'm a big fan of stories and examples because sometimes we can get really deep with these terms and it's important to illustrate it so it can make more sense. Yesterday, my mom came back from a two-month trip to Cuba. As some of you may have heard in the podcast, within this last year, my grandmother and my uncle, they passed away. They were living in Cuba, of course. We are from Cuba. And my mom went back to Cuba two months ago just to finalize a couple of papers related to their death. And she finally came back yesterday. Now, my mom is a huge help in our home here. She helps my husband and I in terms of like laundry, cooking, all of these things. So we really miss her. You can imagine. In the last two months, my husband and I come, we have been kind of in survival mode and more because the miscarriage happened. Like all of these things happened when she was away. So we really miss her. Yesterday, I picked her up from the airport and then I took her to this Peruvian place. Cody, my my husband, he was also there and we ate. And after that, we came back home and I was really thirsty. The Peruvian food was relatively healthy, but it had a lot of sodium. So I was like, oh my God, I need more water. And I was just in the sofa, just relaxing for a little bit and watching some TV. And I was like, man, I really need water. Where is the water? I cannot find it. And I kept looking in the table in front and I was like, man, I swear that I had placed a glass of water here, but I cannot see it. Where is it? Where is it? And I couldn't find it. I went to a kitchen, got another glass of water, brought it back to exactly the same place that I was sitting just to realize that the glass of water that I had been placed there originally, it was there already. I just didn't see it, but it was there. Here's the thing. As I was trying to find that glass of water, I was telling myself, I cannot find this glass of water. I cannot find it. It's not here. I swear I put it here, but I cannot find it. So I was directing my mind just to not see the glass of water. There is a lot of information in front of you at all times. There are actually 2 million bits per second of information just floating around you. Of those 2 million bits per second, we can only consciously process 126. The cool thing about this is that our beliefs, values, and past experiences, they direct what we can experience or what we cannot Because I was telling myself, I cannot find it. I didn't see it. Because in order for the mind to prioritize information, the mind deletes, distorts, and generalizes. The mind deletes, for example, when I was telling myself, I cannot find it, my mind was actually obeying the command and I didn't see the glass because it deleted it completely from my reality. So that's just one example of deletion generalize. Sometimes the mind generalizes to be able to process information. For example, if you had a romantic relationship when someone cheated on you, it is easy afterwards to say, all men are cheaters, all women are cheaters. But that's one example of how we tend to generalize, right? The same thing with unconscious bias when it comes to inclusion and diversities. There are certain general beliefs that people relate to being Latin, to being Asian, to being white, those are generalizations. That's how the mind processes information also. So we discuss generalize. 
the last type of processing that the mind does is distorting information. Distorting information is literally facing an experience, just experiencing an event, a situation, and you assigning a meaning to that situation, that that meaning may be totally distorted. For example, if someone is talking to you and he or she is crossing her or his arms, you may think that they're closed off. You may think that they don't want to talk to you, that they are mad just because they had that body language. But what if they are cold? Someone that is cold, they will cross their arms, right? So that's a way that the mind processes that in this case, it doesn't help us because we are making a lot of assumptions. So just as a quick summary, the mind deletes, generalizes, or distorts information. And it is so important for us to be aware of this because every single day we face different situations, we face different challenges. And if we are not aware that the mind is running these processes, sometimes we may be focusing on the limitations rather than on the possibilities. In the case of the water, I was focusing on, I cannot find my water. I cannot find my water. And I kept telling myself, and I literally looked everywhere, but my mind just didn't see it. And when I came back, I had my water. I was more relaxed and I realized I had two glasses of waters. Now, I'm telling you this because there is this element that really impacts the way that we see our future. And it is the element of focusing on what you want. In order to create sustainable change, there are four elements. And this is something that I've discussed in previous podcast episodes. There are four steps in order to create sustainable change and develop an empowered mindset. The first one is to release any negative emotions, any limiting beliefs. Even if you are about to have a difficult conversation, before entering that difficult conversation, you need to make sure that you're mentally and emotionally flat. You need to release all the tension and all the intensity if you want that discussion to be fruitful and productive. You got to enter flat into that conversation, right? Because here's the thing, when you resist or when you push, people push back. You resist even more. This happens with yourself too. That's why it's important just to release and really start with a blank canvas. This applies to everything in life. With my coaching clients, even before we start coaching, the first thing we do is a breakthrough session. Let's release all your limiting beliefs and negative emotions in the area of life that we are working on. Why? Because it's not until we release that, that you cannot tap into new possibilities. Most people are reliving the stories of their past over and over. We want to release the past. We want to release the past story. We want to release the baggage in order for us to create a new story out of uncertainty to create a new story out of your potential future because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's why you need to let go of the past to allow space for possibilities, okay? So that first step is release. Get into a blank canva, be emotionally and mentally flat in a good sense, of course. The second step after releasing is creating your goal or intention or sometimes I call it create your compelling future. Who do you want to be? What is the compelling future that you're walking towards? 
And when I say the compelling future, I'm not referring to the same thing you have done in the past. I'm not referring showing up like you have showed up in the past. Why? Because if you keep doing that, you're going to produce the same results. Creating a compelling future is pushing the boundaries of who you believe you are. The question is, who do you want to be? Ideally, if you had all the resources, all the time, everything that you need in life, who would you really want to tap into? Who is your ideal self? That's step number two. In order to create sustainable change, you have to define your bigger why. And that bigger why is very much related to the person who you want to be. Because once you start showing up like that, like the person who you want to be, you don't feel the need to wait anymore for something to happen in order to feel that way, in order to tap into those emotions. The third step, now that you have a clear idea of your goals, your intention, the person that you want to be, is take action. I believe in manifestation and I believe in energy. But even with energy and manifestation, you got to be able to show up on a consistent basis. It's just like Oprah says, right? The things that you have been wanting, they happen when opportunity and luck, they intersect in your path. Luck is the coincidences. <laughs> luck is like, wow, I cannot believe I met this person in a coffee shop and I just needed to meet that person to get this opportunity. Those are the coincidences, the one that happened because of this universal intelligence that is always surrounding us because the world is happening for us, not to us. So everything that is happening in the world, believe me, is for your benefit. Even the most challenging moments in life, you need to get a lesson there, right? Start asking yourself, what is the lesson? So that's the third step, taking action. And the fourth step, the one that I actually want to focus on today, <laughs> talking about focus, is focusing on what you want. Focusing on that positive outcome. That is literally the framework that I utilize every time uh, when I'm going through a challenge. I utilize this with my coaching clients. When you master these four steps, you are going to start mastering yourself, okay? And you're going to start showing up in ways you didn't know they were possible. So let's focus on the four steps, focusing on what you want. I want you to ask a question. As you face new projects and new challenges, do you see yourself future pacing into the worst possible outcome? If you say yes, you're not alone. Most people are often visualizing the worst thing that can happen. Most people are often focusing on what they don't want. And then they wonder why they are not getting what they want. Just like that glass of water that I couldn't see. When you focus on what you want, on what you don't want, the answer can be just right in front of you and your mind is going to delete it completely. Why? Because your mind is following your command, the command of your beliefs, the command that you're telling your mind to execute. The mind is a mega computer, but just like any mega computer, you got to have the right code in order to execute what you want. Most people focus on what they don't want. I have this coaching client that I'm currently coaching. She's amazing, of course, like all my clients. And the other day we were coaching, I think it was on a Friday. And she came in and she's like, Janet, I have this opportunity to go into a conference. I need to take vacation during Labor Day. 
but I just started this project and I'm just concerned. Is it too soon to ask for a vacation? What if my manager says no? Like, oh my God, like I could notice that she was visualizing completely what she didn't want to face. She was visualizing her manager in this new project saying, no, you cannot take vacation during this time. You cannot go because you just started. And I asked her, hey, what if he says, yes, of course, you do with your vacation whatever you want to do. What if the opposite happens? And if that is true, which is true because we don't know what the future will look like, if that is true, why you don't start focusing on that side of the coin? on your desired outcome, why you don't start living it already like it already happened. You're not asking for something unreasonable. You're just asking to go on vacation to actually take the time that you already have <laughs> to take off. So she's like, oh my God, that is totally true. And believe me, this is so simple in terms of understanding. It is challenging and difficult to apply because if you don't have the awareness that this is happening, you don't have the power in you to actually course correct. So I want you to take an honest look to yourself, to your patterns. When you're in a situation that is new or it's a challenging situation or you're going to have a conversation that you're nervous about, do you tend to focus on desired outcome? If this is true, now you're completely aware. And whenever that happens, you can raise up your awareness and course correct. If you fall off track, course correct. Do not assign any meaning to falling off track. We all fall off track every single day. What is important is what you do next. And I want that next thing that you do is to course correct, get back on and recognize, okay, this situation that I'm going through, and I go through this all the time, I swear, even the simplest situation, I got new eyeglasses like a few weeks back. And when I put on these new eyeglasses that I have here right now in my face, if you're looking at the YouTube channel, by the way, we have a YouTube channel too, so you can go there and subscribe. But I got these glasses and I was like, I left the eye doctor. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot see very well. So I went back and I told them and they were like, sometimes your eyes take a little bit of time to course correct to the new prescription. And I was like, okay, this has never happened to me, but okay, I'm going to give it a little bit of time. And one week passed and I still felt I couldn't see perfectly well. Like I've been able to see with my previous classes. And I was like, oh my God, I need to tell the eye doctor. But what if they tell me they cannot change it? But what if they say one week has passed? Sorry, we cannot do it. The timing has expired. I started imagining just out of this simple situation, I started imagining all the negative outcomes. I mean, I coach people on this and even I go through this. So I had to course correct and ask myself, Janet, one, let's focus on the present. We haven't called the doctor yet, right? Let's go back. Let's reel this in. And we haven't called the doctor yet. So why you don't focus on the present and while you're back on the present, why not focus on that desired outcome of, hey, whenever I call the doctor, they are going to be happy to actually help me out because they are in the business of helping people. So why am I focusing on what I don't want? And effectively, I call her. They were so nice. They were like, yes, come back. We'll troubleshoot. We'll make it work. And all these nightmares that I was imagining in my mind actually never happened. 
I know I'm not the only one who goes through this pattern because I see it with my coaching clients all the time. My client, the one that was a little bit afraid of asking for a vacation, that same day, that was her homework, just ask your manager for vacation. She asked, and he was totally fine with it. So all this nightmare that she was imagining on her mind was not true. I want you to start focusing on this. I want you to start practicing this. Whenever you see yourself focusing on the negative side of the situation, remind yourself that the opposite is also truth. It is also truth because it hasn't happened yet. When we do this many times, we are just not in the present moment. And we are going out of the present moment to future pace into the worst thing that can happen. To project and visualize the worst thing that can happen. We are actually visualizing all the time in our brains, in our minds. So I want you to take the opportunity to reflect back. And whenever you see yourself running this pattern, remind yourself the positive of this situation is also true. As you continue going through life and growing and experiencing new challenges, you're going to become to master this new pattern of focusing on the possibilities, of focusing on what you want. That's why the second step to create a sustainable change is to have a compelling future, something that is going to move you towards that direction in the worst days of your life. You're going to think of that future and that is going to be strong enough to move you into that direction. But you got to remind yourself, you got to focus on what you want as you continue moving forward. That's going to be your why for you to show up even more empowered every single day. I hope this was super helpful. All the examples, the stories, the concept of focusing on the positive. I mean, honestly, if you master this, you can really attract and manifest many things because you're going to be instructing your mind to find the solution for you. You're going to be instructing your mind to find those opportunities and you will find them. I don't have the minimum doubt. You just got to have trust and faith that everything is working for the greater good, for yourself, for your growth, for your contribution. Again, I hope this was very helpful. Please share with your friends, with your family members. I really appreciate you. And thank you again for tuning in into the With Clarity on Purpose podcast. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Take care. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.